Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Let's gab. Hello. <laughs> hey, guys. We are excited about the episode today. We figured spring break is kind of around this whole area for everybody. Some people's are earlier, some people's are later, but we wanted to hear all of your vacation stories. I haven't done a ton of traveling in my adulthood. We just have not allocated a ton of our funds to traveling, especially mm-hmm. because I feel like I've been having babies for eight years. Traveling with babies is just no, no go. It's, it's rough. No, no, no. It can be rough. <laughs> I traveled home from Hawaii with a child with salmonella once, and that <laughs> yes. was like hell. So it's... Not for the faint of heart traveling with children. And I applaud all these people that post on Instagram. They're going to these like foreign countries with, with their infants. like one-year-olds. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. That's Well, amazing. one time, one of my girls is just really active and busy and all this kinds of stuff. And so we were going to Disneyland and on the plane, someone said, oh, maybe give her Benadryl. And <laughs> she... I remember this. <laughs> Once again, I'm getting CPS called on me. That's not... I have given my kids <laughs> Benadryl to go on trips, but mm-hmm. the... Thing that right. Well, she had never had Benadryl yeah, before. You're supposed to try and it out. Most first. of the time, kids, you know, it makes them sleepy or whatever. Mm-hmm. It had the opposite effect on her. <laughs> she was jumping off the arms of the plane seat. You know what I'm saying? She would like she was trying to stand on them and jump off them. Yeah, and I remember people this were just we like, were get that kid under control. And my child that was the same age was like zonked, zonked out. out, and I was like, lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, she was bouncing off of the emergency (laughs) exits and, like, crazy. I just feel like we need to have a little bit of compassion for these traveling moms Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. if you haven't been there, well, then you should at least have to do it once because you never know how that baby's going to react or that child's going to react on a plane. I remember going to Hawaii and I was sitting by some people who were, like, very much... You could just tell that they were pretty perturbed. They're that irritated. They were, yeah, that I had a child. I'm irritated by people who are irritated by people who have kids. <laughs> yeah, pretty, yes, exactly. <laughs> just think, but she seemed to be very mm. perturbed that I had a child on yeah. board the plane. I'm like, maybe we should create an airline where people fly adults only. Yeah, yeah. Then and then you guys families. can go there and be judgy and judgy mean. and annoyed and really aggravated and no stewardess will want to and work you can there enjoy but your my ties and your vegan plates and just <laughs> leave me alone because i was trying my best luckily my little boy was being really good but this poor mom her baby screamed the entire flight to hawaii which is about a six-hour flight oh yeah and she had put the carrier on and was bouncing up and down the aisles up and down the aisles and i could just see her like wiping tears oh, from her face my heart she was, was so sad right now i know i went that. up to her after and i'm like you did so well you handled That's it nice so of you. well traveling is just a wild card no matter if you are the perturbed single no kids person or you have a Four van full of eight kids yeah. on a road trip this family it was an eight person van you know passenger driver and then three and three you know i only have three kids but i've like been tempted to get an eight person van <laughs> to spread everyone out and so no to, one's pushing me or poking me yep, and in just my for space. all the crap that you pack, yeah like you pillows know. blankets you know all your bags and stuff so, you know, you've got two rows of full of kids and then plus the parents. And this was one of those older, well, I mean, it was early 90s, but it was probably an 80s van. And it was like big and brown Dodge van. And it was the kind of van <laughs> that the windows vented out. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, ro- you kind of crank them and vent it, them out yeah. so it goes like two inches out. Yeah. They didn't roll down. So this family, they were heading on the last jog of their road trip you know, the Vegas to Southern California route. So just straight 
desert, you know, kind of miserable landscape, their car starts to overheat. Mm. And so what they had to do somehow, I don't, I'm not, they, they I'm, like one by one start being like, you kid, you get out. <laughs> Each, Good eight, luck. You got eight. You got you're eight. You're start like counting down okay, with well, the chubbiest if, if one. <laughs> get out. Okay. See if that helps. We'll come back. We'll circle back at some point or we'll send some help. <laughs> Once we get to the mechanic yeah. or something like because that. Because there's not frequent stops along that route. No. And that's another one of the problems that, so came, blazing hot. that came across on this road trip. So you just straight desert, so hot. He said it was in July. Oh. So I mean, it's got to be one in like when yeah, in Vegas. The van starts to overheat. And I, I'm, like I said, I'm no mechanic. So I don't know if this would solve the problem. Apparently that's the solution they came up with was to blast the heat. Yes, that's true. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it just yeah. seems bonkers, but apparently, I guess they wouldn't have it done that. It pulls the heat off of the engine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I might not look it, but I'm kind of a car expert. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I saw it on a documentary. <laughs> okay. Where okay, so then they were was... driving through like an inferno, like flames, oh, okay. like a fire trying okay. to evacuate, and they turned, turned the, the heat, heat on. on. So yeah, so that's how I know. So they've got this these eight people driving through the 120 degree desert with the heat Full blast to try to not have their van overheat and free iPad, yes, free iPhone. No, yeah, there was nothing, no, yeah. nothing to keep anybody to their own sanity. Yeah. It was just and straight. They're, and they're blasting the heat. <laughs> blasting the oh, heat. Oh my gosh! And so, and then they have just those little windows that vent out, so mm-hmm. they can't even roll the windows I down. Yeah. I would be throwing up. The guy who sent me this story said he starts to have to go to the bathroom really, really bad. But there are no stops, and they're in the middle of the desert. And apparently, the dad of this family, I mean, he's probably up to past his head as far as his patients. You know what I mean? So he was saying, we are not stopping. No, we (laughs) will not stop. Whoever doesn't have a dad out there that was like, nope, not stopping. I'm sorry. What's wrong with these people? I feel like now, like... Nowadays, we've learned the lesson the hard way. We mm-hmm. stop when a kid says it. Because someone's going to urinate on your bench seat. Yeah, and then and it's going to trail down and kick your luggage and hit your other kids. You know what I'm talking well, about? You're going to end up with a mess anyway. So we're not. We're not turning around. We're not, or we're not stopping. Yeah, we already stopped. We just stopped an hour ago. You can hold it. And now, as a parent, I do not understand that logic. No, I you're going to have a barf. Right you're going to have a way. urination. You're going to have a diarrhea yeah. going on in your car, and you want to deal with that. Let's not add in the injury. desert. The ten minute, maybe ten minute Barely. delay. If he would have just pulled off from the side it. of the road for someone to just hurry and go to the bathroom, yeah. it would have been two minutes. Right. Think uh, about that, dads. <laughs> on your next road trip, don't push it. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe he's sitting here going, if every kid stops it's eight, true. eight times <laughs> 10 minutes. I bet every single one of them had said they have to go to the bathroom at some point. Right. So he was just like, I'm done. You should have gone. No. Learn Whoopsies. your lesson. Yep. Go out but that guess, vent. Guess what? You're paying Stick the Stick it out that vented lessons. window. <laughs> you, you, like on that, on rat race, you think you're punishing them holding it? You're, you're punishing yourself. yourself you're going to clean that up. cleaning that up? Not, Not the five-year-old. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> So they hand him an empty pop can. And oh, that sounds dangerous. It does it's sound dangerous. It reminds me of that episode of The Office where Dwight has to pee into a tin can in the back of the car. And he's, he's like, like, oh, my God. I, I, ch- I got chunked a piece out of my penis out and fell in. <laughs> I forgot about that. So anyway, this little eight-year-old is trying to aim and pee into this little... this center of a pop cam, which honestly is, is smaller small. than the size of a quarter. Oh yeah. But I guess it works out relatively okay. But then he said, what do I do with this? The back seats didn't have any cup holders. Yeah. So he passed the pee up the different <laughs> rows and the parents had to keep it in their By cup. the time it gets up to the front kid, he thinks they're empty. sharing a drink. So he's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> 
so they have to put it up in their center console. And he said that there were several drink holders up there with several different drinks. The pea pop can is sitting up there with other pop cans. <laughs> Along the way, you know, it's hot. Yeah. Dad's getting oh, thirsty. No. Oh, <laughs> no. You're yeah. kidding. I, no, I'm not. <gasps> okay, Dad's getting thirsty. And this kid was already really flustered about peeing in the can. And so he was kind of like, we're, I, you know how you just, you're more aware of something? Yeah. So he, you know, he kind of had his eye on the pee can and what had happened to it and all this stuff. Yeah. And he says, I swear. You know, my dad was periodically taking drinks from the drinks on the, in their console. Yeah. He said, I swear one of the times. He grabbed that on accident and drank it. But he's not going to admit it. He would not. He yeah. He did not admit admit it. He did not admit it. He because what would happen if he was just like, ah, I just drank urine. Like who (laughs) does he have to blame? Yes, himself. Himself. (laughs) I would love to talk to that dad now. Now that he's more removed from the situation situation. and be like level with me. So tell me, really, did you drink the pee? (laughs) And do you regret not pulling over? Oh my gosh, that is amazing. That is like that. That sounds like it's from like a '90s movie. It, yeah, I mean, it was. You know? It was like 1992, yeah. probably. Oh so, I mean, gosh. around that time, That's based hilarious. on the age of this person. Now, you know what? Those family road trips, those memories. Oh, like, yeah. would you trade them for anything? No. I don't know. No, <laughs> nope. And it seems like there's always a brother or a sister or sibling teasing the other one to make them have to pee. Oh worse. yes, you oh, did yes. it to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and my uncle would not pull, pull over. over. Yes, and everyone was yelling. Please just because nobody wanted you to pee on them or yeah. in, in the seat next to them right. or smell pee for the rest of the drive. I'm like drive. you're putting a lot of confidence in a in five year old. <laughs> yes, their ability, the ability to hold, to hold their urine. Yeah. You're this. There's yeah. a lot at stake, sir. Yeah, and nowadays <laughs> too, as a mom, I don't have a lot of I longevity. Don't have, oh, like, and I don't have confidence in my kids at all. I don't, and I don't have confidence in myself, unfortunately. <laughs> which apparently I need to look into some exercises or something for that. But they, but I, if I have to go, like I'm like, nope, it's not going to be one of those mm-hmm. things, and I'm going to hold it unless mm-hmm. I absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Well, so I had someone write into me. Uh, and she said that she was similarly in a van with like eight or nine kids, huge, oh. on, a, on a road trip. And she said they were approaching a guy who was on the side of the highway that he was hitchhiking. And so they start... What's one more? <laughs> Maybe that's what they thought. But as soon as he saw what was going on in the van, he dropped his thumb and shook his head. <laughs> Smart guy. He's like, I don't want any of that. Yeah. I don't care if I'm sleeping out here tonight. Maybe the parents... Don't pick me up. Maybe, don't pick me up. Maybe the parents were like... We're like, he's not going to get in anyway. We'll do our good deed <laughs> Say, by making yeah, the offer. Yeah, like, we will look like amazing people. When was this? Because are we still picking up hitchhikers? No, this this was, you know, someone who is, I'd probably say our age or older. Okay. And this was when they were a kid. But they didn't attempt to pick the hitchhiker up. The hitchhiker just saw oh. what was coming at him. And was like, and was like nope, pass, hard nope, pass. Nope, I don't want any of that. Listen, <laughs> listen, sir, beggars can't be choosers. Beggars can't be choosers, but apparently he was willing to make that choice. Okay. That's so funny. <laughs> Uh, there's another road trip story that was submitted, and this was a pair of sisters. And <laughs> Just sisters together, right? Yeah, sisters together. They were planning on driving from southern Idaho to Arizona, and that's a long trip. Mm-hmm. That's a long trip. Do we know again, how long it is? Like 12 hours? And again, there's kind of like a, it's kind of like a desolate, a big desert. section that's pretty desert desolate. Desert is kind of scary, because mm-hmm. there's just like no... There's no like reprieve. There's no, yeah. ho- there's not a lot of hotels. There's no escape from the elements and that then, kind of thing. I have a question. When was this? Was this pre cell phone? Oh yes. This was probably in the seventies. Okay. Which changes things. Oh yeah. So they didn't have GPS or phones or anything and that will kind of play into it. So I Googled it and 
It is a 13-hour drive. That's really That's a long time long. to send young they girls. Were, they were maybe in college. Okay. I think that they did not know what was ahead of them. Like, they didn't quite grasp, like, this is a big thing. Because their dad was waking them up in the morning and was saying, you guys need to be getting on the road. And they were like... <laughs> Oh, okay, kind of sleepily getting their stuff packed. And he was saying, come on, come on. This is what you need to do. You need to stop in this town to get gas. And then from this point, you need to hop on the freeway and go to this town, this town. And they were kind of like, okay, dad. And like packing their stuff, just really not understanding what was going on. They, you know, got on the road. They stopped at the place where their dad told them to get gas and headed on the road. You know, they were kind of trying to keep in their mind the city that he was saying that they needed to be at. And so they weren't seeing any signs. And they were saying, what's going on? We're not seeing any signs for this town that dad told us about. So they stopped at a gas station, asked, and they said, oh, you're not even anywhere near it. <laughs> they thought, oh my goodness. And this was getting you later guys, in the day. This might make me sound like a complete, like helpless idiot, but what would I do without your phone, my phone oh, and yeah, stuff? I, I mean, it's just was so different. I mean, barely when we were driving, mm-hmm. We were doing MapQuest, like in the early part of the You'd print out the, the, you'd <laughs> the instructions. My mom would always print them out. You'd have to go over them, like yeah. highlight little things. Mm-hmm. So that was like pre, I had a phone, but phones weren't smartphones. Yeah. And so it sounds yeah. super dumb, but like I've spent, I think a lot of us have spent most of our adult lives totally relying, relying I don't know what I would do with on it. Maps. I yeah. do not know. Oh my gosh. Anyway, go ahead. And so they stop. Yeah. They say that you are nowhere near. <laughs> You're going to have to either go back a bunch, a couple hours, or you can take this dirt road and it'll kind of cut you across and get closer to the area. So they are in this little car and they're going on this road. And he, you know how they said it was a little bumpy? I guess it was a lot bumpy. And they're like, boom, 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 boom. And they said there were sheep being herded along this roadway. So they were so having to going stop. Along with these sheep. Well, no, they were having to stop and like let sheep cross, like large amounts of sheep, herds of sheep. <laughs> then they would go and then cows would be getting herded across the road. So they would have to sit there for, you know, 20 minutes or 30 minutes until the herd passed. And so they were on this bumpy road. So they're trying road. to take this shortcut that only the locals know about. <laughs> <laughs> on a bumpy yeah. road. Yeah. They end up stopping in, in Boulder because obviously they have a flat tire. Um, <laughs> so they, they found a motel to stay at while they figured out what to do with their tire. And as they, as they go into their room and it kind of was like a hole in the wall motel, which is what you would expect on a bumpy dirt road in the middle of the desert. Correct. Right. And they get into this room and it's already kind of feeling sketchy and creepy and whatnot. And all of a sudden there was this big black thing that like flew across the hotel room like whoosh, and they oh, were like no, I, and I it think I know slams it into the wall and just splats and they were what what on earth was <laughs> that what on earth another one does it whoosh, flying around the room so they just scream like freaking out and run to the front desk and say oh, we can't stay in there what the heck was that that there was something flying in there what's going on and they said don't worry they're just Japanese flying bugs. And <laughs> oh, I was totally had my bet on bats. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah. They said they're Japanese flying, flying bugs, bugs in and, Boulder, Colorado. And they, I don't know. That she should... said Boulder, but I'm thinking uh, Boulder, Nevada. It was more that this, route. This is showing my like uh-oh, very uh-oh. big uh-oh. lack geography of geography skills. Or... skills. They're far away they in the have... memory. Oh, because they wouldn't have needed to go right there, huh? Yeah, they, they, yeah, they wouldn't have gone to okay, Colorado. Sorry. <laughs> well, anyway, but still, a Japanese flying bug in the United States in Doesn't general. make a lot of sense. Yeah. And I Googled Doesn't make Japanese. Any better. I Googled Japanese flying bugs and I couldn't find anything. So whatever it was that they had wasn't, they just, wasn't that. They just named it They that. just named it something weird. So they end up talking to the you know front desk and getting them a new room. 
but they were really sketched out to even be in there. So they go out, go get food and just try to get really tired. So then they can just go right to sleep. You know, you know how that is yeah. where you don't want to be up and listening to every little noise. And so you just, I really want to be so tired that I can just fall right to sleep. Mm-hmm. So they go get some food and drive around and this car of guys kind of pulls mm. up next to him. I know, scary, scary. And they're kind of like, hey girl, da 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 da. The car starts following in them. They are just exhausted and like, what can happen next? So they have to drive around even farther and try to ditch these guys. But they're finally exhausted and they think they've ditched them. And so they go to the hotel. They're really tired and they are able to go to sleep, but they were still just worried and stuff. Well, the next morning they wake up and they cannot find the car keys anywhere. They're searching all over the hotel room. Okay, I'm going to go with A, the Japanese flying bug. (laughs) Ate it. Ate it. Ate Ate the car keys. Or those scary boys broke in and took their car keys, which is just horrifying. No, it wasn't as bad as that. It wasn't as bad as that because they're searching all around, cannot find the car keys. Finally, they open up the hotel door. They had left their keys in the door of the hotel room. You guys, when you're not thinking straight, that happens for sure. You do the dumbest stuff and you're like, how did, how would I do that? I was already terrified. You were frazzled. Right. Well, the same thing happened to me. I was a coach for a drill team and well, we both were, but I was the only person on this trip and I had this dance team overnight in a hotel and I was really frazzled because on the bus ride there, the antifreeze of the bus had leaked through the storage compartment and gotten antifreeze all over the dancers' costumes. Yeah. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. And so I was running back and forth from the hotel laundry, washing things and back and forth from my room and also going around <laughs> and checking all of the dancers' rooms. It was so ridiculous. I was about to have a panic attack. Being in charge of like 20 something high school 15 girls. 15-year-olds and washing costumes and trying to make sure everyone's in their hotel room. And I yep. might add... The hotel we chose was right off the freeway and it was a common stop for truckers. <laughs> so I think that, and so there were like some sketchy Nothing figures. against truckers. Nothing but... against truckers. It was just a lot of male dudes hanging out. Male dudes. <laughs> Yo, my word. Was... <laughs> a lot of guys, old, you know, adult men yes. hanging out in the lobby area and in the hallway. So you're just a little on high alert. So I was just on high alert for like a million different reasons. And once again, I couldn't sleep that night. I was so stressed out. I wake up in the morning to find that I had not closed my hotel room door all the way. Oh I had left it cracked. Did you all... put like the little flip the thing no. over? Oh, okay. Because I've done that before where they <sighs> flip the thing over because I'm going in and out. Mm-hmm. But usually hotel doors are so heavy they just shut. I do not know. But I just thought I am so, I was so vulnerable yeah. to whatever people were hanging out in this truck stop yeah. hotel. <laughs> Plus I have 20, 15 year olds like I was just on the edge. I showed up the next day like, hey, anxiety, anxiety and sanity. And I just couldn't believe I did that. But when you're so frazzled, even if you're scared of someone coming in your room, you might do something yeah. like that. It's crazy. Yeah. I do. I do think there's something to be said though about like the seedy motels and hotels. And mm-hmm. again, with the internet now, you can check reviews and really yeah, look. Not and, then. And for the most part, find out. I mean, there's times that it'll be a little deceiving and you show up, you're like, oh, this is a little that bit worse than it stars. said. Yeah. I don't know who's rating this, yeah, but the we, hotel owner, <laughs> yeah, right. his <laughs> family review, and This friends. is the best ever. <laughs> but we went on a trip you and I with college yeah. friends and we went to Disneyland. That was a fun road trip. It go was. with your college friends. Yes. Don't go with your kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> and so we went to uh, Disneyland. We stopped in Vegas overnight and we had just, we needed to keep things really cheap. I mean, obviously cheap for sure. We yeah, we're college, college students. students. So we 
go to In-N-Out Burgers, like our first stop, because we don't have one close by, so it was like such a novelty. We're like, where's where did you say our hotel's called? Because I'm looking across the parking lot by In-N-Out, and I'm seeing this this hotel called the Wild Wild West. <laughs> and I'm what like, a great name! I, I love she, it. I love it. I was like, I swear she said something about West, West. or Western, mm-hmm. and she's like, let me look at my little, you know, my friend that booked the trip. Let me look at my papers, my map quest, you know. <laughs> and, you, and then you guys started. We, we all were like, what if it was, was the that, Wild Wild West? Yeah. And all of a sudden she's like guys it's, it's the, the wild wild, wild west. west and we're like what because <laughs> it looked just sketch well and, and it sketch. shared yeah it shared a parking lot sort of with like in and out burger and like of. some of these other, other like fast gas stations fast food places and then yeah. the wild wild west again so like seedy vibes and so lots of people hanging around the parking lot we all look at each other we're like we're gonna spend most of the the evening like out, out on the strip yeah, and this is just for yeah. sleeping and we already were cramming a bunch of us into each room mm-hmm. but i remember walking in and there was just the worst like mildew yeah. smell and we were like it and it, smells and it horrible the, the bedspreads were just like they um, were mismatched mismatched and then i'm trying to paint a picture where you know how the 80s bedspread would be like a splash of teal and a splash of purple yeah. and it just looked like that so you're, you're thinking they haven't changed the bedspreads in here 30 for years. 30 years yeah. <laughs> And then, oh and then, like, net, not even That's saying pillowcases. Really, it's a really long period of time to not change a bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, especially when you have that many people rotating oh my, in and out in of that Vegas, bed. In Vegas. In Vegas. And, like, I'm pretty sure they rented by the hour. And a couple, oh! a couple of the guys were like, I can't do this. And I was like, you can sleep in the car then. But I'm not sleeping in the car no, in Las Vegas I'm down not, here. No, at the Tropicana parking, exit. A parking lot. Yeah. So we, we ended up, you know, meeting up with my cousin who lived there and going to eat or something. And he was like... Where I remember him being like, where are you staying? And we're like, it's like off the Tropicana exit. He's like, like what? Oh, Don't stay there. We're like, like too, too late. late. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah. And so I remember there was like three people to a bed too. Oh, like we were all. We, how bananas are we? We are we are out of our mind. We are right? cheap. We're we cheap college students. Yeah. You know what? And we, we probably all slept great. And we probably in our mind originally thought, if some of us have to sleep on the floor or if there's a couch in there. Sleep on that with carpet lights or whatever. I barely could bring myself to sleep in the bed. <laughs> Let alone the flipping floor. floor. We're probably people's bare feet oh. from Las Vegas oh wearing gosh. flip-flops or whatever. If you don't think the bedspread's been changed in 30 years, what about the carpet? The carpet. So no. I remember brushing our teeth and a few of us were dry heaving because we figured out <laughs> oh, that that smell was coming from, from the, the sink. sink. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, so it was like oh, this, I like a picture my. was like moldy it was like kind of, hair. Well, it was like kind of a sewer smell. Yeah, like a sewage. Oh my gosh. Phosphorus. Kind of smell. We were, uh, you know, over at the <laughs> sink, dry heaving. And then I remember we all slept in the bed and then in the morning we were just like, we're getting an early shower. We're out of here. There was no continental breakfast and there was no. i bet it would have been like from what was left over in the parking lot it would have been like in and out's dumpster food yes. um so we go out to the car and like as i'm rounding the car to put our stuff in i see that there is like a tarp set up like, literally <laughs> use our bumper to like set up the tarp like they hook their tarp kind of onto the like so, license plate right? cover or and we i just freeze and i see like a hooded person under this tarp and they had pitched a tent like with our car <laughs> by our car right in front of it and like a couple of people were started approaching they're like come on yeah. go we were like pack it up let's go yeah. let's I'm go like, and i can we because we're about There's to a... we're about to make a homeless person more homeless <laughs> if we pull out the car <laughs> <laughs> so we're sitting there like what do you guys do like made camp made... attached to our car in the yes. parking lot and the other group that had because we took two cars was like well we're good and we're like they took off we gotta wait yeah until, until rudest like, ever um, excuse us we have to we leave. need to leave we're gonna yeah. We don't want to take your roof off. <laughs> so we ended, we ended up, I think she just kind of came out, saw, and, and started just taking kind of her stuff off. Yeah, just, like no words. She was just like, yeah. I'm out. So we just, and then we got in and left. And, and from that point on, the trip was actually super fun. Oh, very uneventful. I don't remember anything. As far as bad stuff. Yeah. I hadn't done a lot of traveling alone without like a parent. Mm, so Yeah. So you're kind of panicked. Like, 
mom, what happens when this happens to you? Uh, that's never happened before. And we also, don't know. There is no mom. You're, yeah. you're the mom to yourself at that point. So you're just kind of like, uh, what do I do? Okay. Go so, take charge of the situation. Yeah. I just think it makes it more fun sometimes when you got to travel on the cheap and stay in these gross motels. Not Now I can laugh at the time I was like wanting to cry. Oh, well, it was so scary. Yeah. And I remember I was dry dating. Heaving, brushing your teeth, dry heaving. Like, let's get out of here. Yeah. And then, oh no, there's a homeless person attached to our car. And I was dating a guy at the time and they just went to Vegas for that spring break so they weren't going further and they were staying at like they did a more nice, of like a, a nice condo a little bit off mm-hmm. the strip and he was like you can come stay but i don't have room for everybody and i'm like well i feel like a jerk if you would have ditched us that, at the wild wild west i would probably still be working on forgiving you <laughs> <laughs> seriously though like that's a pretty jerk move to be like well guys i have I'm gonna, alternate accommodation I'm go to a condo yeah you guys have fun here can you guys like pick me up in the morning to go to the rest of the road I'm trip like no <laughs> exactly out. so i stuck in the trenches with everybody <laughs> well i feel like you know there are a lot of weird types of accommodations that you can come across and i had someone submit a story to me she was an international traveler um she said she was on a sleeper train oh cool and that i that actually think fun. that sounds super fun i'm picturing I think so too. like on white christmas you know they're all in those little bunks then they wake up and they're in vermont for christmas with bing crosby it sounds magical yeah, it could be magical, but it could also not be magical, which mm-hmm. let's read the story and okay, figure okay, out yes, if gonna... this is magical or not. <laughs> so she was on this train and she was going from St. Petersburg to Moscow, so Russia, wow. so really far away. But I guess she did know a little bit of Russian. She was with a couple of girlfriends, but the way, I don't know if it's, they were needing to get the cheapest tickets, so they had to just buy what was ever there. Mm-hmm. So they were all separated into different train cars on that sleeping train. Oh, that's you know, nice so thing. you're kind of just by yourself, and instead of having your friends in the bunks around you, total strangers. You oh, know? so she is sharing a room, not with her so friends. The way, though. The, the way that those sleeper trains are, it's almost like they have. You know, there's a hallway, and there's compartments on the sides. Okay, do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? So you can kind of shut a curtain, mm-hmm. but that's it. <laughs> and so apparently, you that know, curtain's not doing nothing no, for your protection. A curtain- <laughs> Or really privacy. No, it's not. I mean, you could probably hear and see and do everything. So apparently throughout this trip in the evening, there was a Russian guy that kept kind of talking with her and approaching her. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you guys know that feeling when you're in a situation and there's that one person that kind of just like keeps talking to you. Mm -hmm. Or every time they pass by to get a drink, they say something to you, you know, and they're just kind of like around. And so she said that there was this guy that kept, you know, interacting with her and whatnot. And she was super jet lagged. Like, how do I say F O in Russian? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, my, 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 my Russian is so limited. I don't even know what to do with this. I don't even know how to tell him to go away. Yes. And so I guess what happens is at some point in the evening, the, the train employees distribute sheets to everybody. Okay. So that they can go and sleep for the night. And so you go like make up your own bed. Right. Mm-hmm. And she said she was really jet lagged and really groggy. She had taken her contacts out. <laughs> and so, you know, not seeing the best. Mm-hmm. So she kind of starts getting ready to go climb into her bed and put, she starts putting her sheets on. And as she lays down to put her top sheet on, the Russian guy appears again. But Wait, he, appears? So he comes by her small little bed okay. compartment in the, with the curtain. Uh-huh. He gets the rest of her sheets and starts tucking her into bed. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. And so she was tired, couldn't see very well. And she was kind of like, uh, what's going on? And it was dark. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, what's going on? He shoved his ear pods into her ear, pushed her down and tucked her in and said, listen in Russian and made her listen to this Russian music to go to bed by. And she was like, ah, what's happening? And she didn't know how to communicate. Like, yeah. leave me alone, buddy. She was right. kind of motioning. But here's a, there's a, there's a universal language. Punch and that's the, kicking punch. someone in the balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
or smacking them or like I feel like that would be widely understood amongst any language. Just saying. So, so she's like tucked into these sheets with Russian music in her ears, AirPods that belong to some a random Ew. dude. Several of her senses are a little bit down. Mm-hmm. She can't see great. She's also super tired. So she was almost just not knowing what, what her next move should be. Well, again, we've talked about this with some of our stories, but when you're processing what's happening, when you can't mm-hmm. believe what's happening mm-hmm. to you, you don't even react because you're like, what? What's, what's going on? Ah, yeah. How do I? Like, what's my next is step? Is this what's really my, happening? What's my next move? Yeah. So she, I guess she just lays there for a minute and I guess he pops by several more times. Finally, she just says, I'm out and goes and finds another friend in her little compartment and said, I, I don't care if this feet is one foot by five foot. I'm in here with you. Yeah. And just stayed there all night. And she's like, I probably got zero sleep. Yeah. And her friend. And her friend probably got zero sleep. But who cares? Who cares at that point? Because she just got tucked in, got the, you know, Russian lullaby or whatever. (laughs) He was probably trying, he's probably like a spy, like trying to like hypnotize her or whatever, like brainwash her or something. Listen to this. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, I feel like too, my thought was if I was there and I was separated a little away from my friends, Mm -hmm. I might go to some people nearby and be like, hey, would you want to swap me so yeah. I can be by my friends? Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe I'm super dependent, codependent well, on people or something. Because um, I would prefer not to, especially the one time he came by. Yeah. You'd be I like, would have been like, I got to figure I gotta, this yeah, out. Yeah, we got to get out I of mean, here. it's hard though because everyone's probably tucked in and sleeping. Maybe he want... was going around tucking everybody in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his job He's and like, she didn't I know. Actually work He's like, here, I am the concierge like, part, and part of my is, job is... This comes with the full service, ma'am. You get a Russian lullaby, you get tuck-in bedside service. This is all part of the deal. You know, even though you got the discount tickets, we got you. Yeah. You know, that's definitely the climax of this travel story. Well, but I'm she... glad. I actually don't, didn't want much more of a climax. <laughs> I was getting freaked out. But she said, this is just kind of like a little end note. They ended up, you know, getting off the train. And I guess she ended up be- being in a group of a bunch of Americans. She was the only person that knew even a little bit of Russian. And all of these other Americans hadn't even bothered to try to find a map. Or their instructions or anything. <laughs> They're all depending on her. All depending on her. And she only knows a few things. And so she was trying to read street signs and trying to find a way for this group to get to a hostel. And none of their phones were picking up internet. And so they had to like search all around. And they finally got internet inside a sex shop. <laughs> <laughs> and so they... I can hold just on, picture... Hold on, hold on, hold the phone. Let's try How checking in here. <laughs> How did we know? Unless there was something... Internet in there. Unless there was some sign in English being like... Free Wi-Fi. Probably. Probably. That's a smart that's a, That tactic. is a marketing tactic that I've Sex ever sells. heard of one. And when all else fails, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi sells. Yes. So, <laughs> I can just picture this group of Americans at like, she said it was 3 a.m. when they got off the train. A group of Americans. There's some like lady like sexually dancing in the window. And then but she's got like something on that says like Wi-Fi. Free Wi-Fi. Like a little poster covering yeah. the top half yeah. or something. <laughs> she's in a sandwich board, but yeah. naked. <laughs> Free Wi-Fi <laughs> over here. And so then, yeah, I can just picture this group of Americans in this sex shop, 3 a.m. Everyone's holding their phones around mm-hmm. trying to get the signal. Finally, someone gets it and they can get to their hostel. Oh my gosh. I thought that was how just the funniest funny. little end cap to her Russian travel. Yeah, that's oh, awesome. Word. <laughs> you know how you were saying, wouldn't you talk to someone about switching mm-hmm. seats or whatever? I feel like, and I've talked about this in other episodes where I'm such a people pleaser and I don't want to rock the boat. I'm a peacemaker that there were times when I got separated from my friends or family while traveling on an airplane. Yeah. And I, I bet someone would have switched me, but they, they didn't know. They didn't know. And I, and I also didn't ask. 
Right. I think that's one reason I want to look around and like do that for somebody else. Because mm-hmm. people do feel kind of weird putting someone else out. Mm-hmm. I had a guy when I was pregnant, I was on a flight from Las Vegas and I was super, super sick because mm-hmm. I hadn't eaten. Mm-hmm. Almost missed my flight. Mm-hmm. I got on the very back. I was in the very back seat mm-hmm. in the middle seat, uh-huh. which is the worst. Yes. It's, and I had Super been running, loud. so it was hot. <laughs> I was sick to my yes. stomach. Mm-hmm. I started asking the stewardess, can I get some water? water? And she's like, we're not serving beverages oh my until gosh. we Beverage take flight. And I was like, well, you're I, about to clean up some kind of fluid I'm here. Like, I'm not like trying to get a mocktail. I just <laughs> need some water. I need my latte <laughs> now. <Yeah. laughs> so I was like, I'm just feeling a little sick and... I had my hair like up off my neck, you know, because uh-huh. I was trying to like and, get cool. Yeah. And the guy was like, why don't you switch seats? And he was a bigger guy. I think mm-hmm. He offered to switch seats so I could have the aisle. Mm-hmm. And then he looked at the lady and was like, she's not feeling well. She yeah, just thank needs like you, a bottle sir. of oh, water. That was, that's you so know? Great. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so nice. So I'm, I'm trying to look around when I see people separated uh-huh. or whatever and be like, do you want to sit with your family? You know, mm-hmm. or do you mm-hmm. want to switch or whatever? Because uh-huh. it does kind of make it hard. Yeah. Well, and one time my husband and I were on a trip together. It was just me and him, but our tickets, we were separated and whatnot. And I sat next to this guy who was a guy that was probably about my age and he just strikes up conversation immediately <laughs> and kind of, I would say flirty conversation, okay. you know, Oh, da, 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 where are you headed? Blah, blah. And just kind of trying to make jokes, etc., etc. And I was just kind of trying to be nice. And then I also kind of was making eye contact with my husband and sometimes we would be kind of tried to communicate every once in a while like okay, you good you know whatever finally the last person in our aisle said oh are you two together would you want to kind of rearrange this and the guy sitting next to me was like oh you're married and then he <laughs> pipes up really loud and kind of looks around and goes, she wasn't acting married <gasps> oh my gosh i don't think i know the story and, and it was like supposed to be a joke. It was kind of like the Adam Sandler, like, <laughs> no, I will not make out with you thing. You yeah. know, when he does yeah. that, Adam or Billy Madison and people were like looking, what, what is <laughs> And your husband's back there like, what? She wasn't acting married. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Well, like, that guy was laying it on thick. Yeah. And so he was probably in, just embarrassed. It's hard to be friendly. Mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll chat with you. I'm next to you on the plane yeah. and you're really wanting to talk. Yeah. Like I didn't give you my number. Yeah. I wasn't like taking my ring off and yeah. hiding it or anything. Like what on earth? Oh my gosh. But yeah, airplanes, you know, you're very close quarters with strangers people do gross things on airplanes too (laughs) and then like you realize like a lot of people can see you on a flight i was on a few years ago this lady pulled the tray table down and just started filing her yellow nails (gasps) gross and all the shading yeah and then she would just swoop it off onto the floor and so it was well and so it was just catching air and going into the air that everyone's recycling and i was like don't throw up don't throw up don't throw up (laughs) and don't think about dead skin cells and yellow nails and why her nails look like that and blah blah blah. like i was just like (laughs) trying so hard but it's hard because it's noisy (laughs) and And then i'm seeing it fall you know Mm -hmm. and i'm like right across the aisle from her just like dying so people do weird things like I would love to hear like stewardess stories. Oh, that would be we, good if you, one. any of you out there or, are or flight steward, attendants. Yes, yeah, flight attendants. Or pilots or anybody that has seen some weird stuff. I'm sure you, it's like endless. Yes. I would love your stories because it's hard to believe these people are real sometimes. <laughs> well, this guy that I, I don't know, I guess I would say met sort of. I was flying to Thailand. I was with my husband and we were also with some friends that we did this trip with. But it's such a long flight. It was a 13-hour flight. And they advise you to stand up and walk around periodically because you could get blood clots. Wow. Yes. So I was getting kind of antsy and 
there had been some people that, you know, kind of are hanging out in the emergency exit area because there's no seats right there. And that's kind of where people were congregating to stretch their legs and whatnot. I also want to, I've never been seated in an exit row and I want to because you get like extra extra foot room and the chances of you going down are low. Yeah. I need to remind myself that every time I hit turbulence. (laughs) Because I have a panic attack. (laughs) We're going down. We're going down. Uh, It's that lady that everyone's like, ma'am. Yeah. And I'm over there like hyperventilating in the corner. It's okay. (laughs) Um, But the fasten seatbelt sign goes on. She's like, what was that? Why did they put that on? Because we have to. Because we're going to land Federal regulation. So anyway, I go over and I, and at first by myself. Um, And then this dude comes up to stretch his legs in the same area and he strikes up a conversation asking me where I'm going and all this kind of stuff and I said yeah I've never been here before I'm really excited and you know have you ever been to Thailand before he said he said oh yeah I've been a lot of times red flag and (laughs) I mean does everybody know that Thailand's known for some a red light district yes that's what I'll say and I thought oh oh wow you've been here a lot of times and he said yeah I'm coming here to meet um my girlfriend (laughs) that I thought okay there's different ways to say that like maybe they're meeting up or whatever and I said oh well you've been here so many other times you know is that how you met he's like no it's just a cyber relationship and I said oh what what has brought you here before and he said oh some other girlfriends that I've had Mm. online so he's meeting these Thailand these girls from Thailand was this guy's name John, a uh, John, and <laughs> it sounded very, yeah. very suspect. So apparently, he's done this multiple times. Mm-hmm. Then he goes and says, "Are you Asian?" Mm, <laughs> no. He could sense it. He was like, "There's people that have weird kind of." Um, but also, I felt very uncomfortable because yeah. obviously, these little Asian girls are his type. type. This is what he's looking for. And he's you traveling. are Asian. I am barely, yeah, but I am you barely are. Asian. And so that just felt very creepy yeah. that he was like, I love Asian girls. I come here all the time. Yeah. This is where all my cyber girlfriends are, are from. Are you Asian? Are you Asian? Yeah. And I thought, and I was like, yes, I kind of am actually, but I just, I feel like I want to say no. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, nope, just Caucasian. And, oh my gosh. And it was just the most bizarre thing. And there were these girls that their seat was right by the emergency exit. They ended up being on our tour and they approached me right after and they said, we heard that whole thing. That was so creepy. That was so uncomfortable because he was started going on and he was a, a fair guy, like light hair, light yeah. skin. He said, you know, when, when people go over there with blonde hair, everyone just thinks that you're like a God. And then oh, you know, he was oh, just gosh. very, very wowzers. And, and he said, you know, and, and they just really know how to treat a man. <laughs> oh my God. And I was I just standing there being really, like, but... please give me a blood clot. Yeah. Like I would rather have a place. I <laughs> I was so, I was about to jump out the emergency exit and it was so funny because these girls, yeah, I didn't know. And a lot of people on this flight were international. Some people don't speak English, et cetera. So I didn't know who these girls would be. I didn't know they spoke English. So, but they had a front row seat to this whole conversation. They know how to treat a man because you're paying for it. (laughs) You can pay for whatever service level you'd like. So yeah. So after, yeah, afterwards those girls were, were, oh my word, I can't believe he was saying those things. He was being such to be validated. feels like such a creep. Yes. I'm actually glad that they were there because I, you almost were thinking, wow, these are some really weird red flags, but maybe these I'm over analyzing. Maybe I'm over analyzing, but no, they were like, he is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Like what is happening? Oh my gosh. Oh that is yeah. Ridiculous. It was way uncomfortable. Well, and I don't mind talking to people on travels. I think it's kind mm-hmm. of the fun part, but mm-hmm. if you get into it at the beginning of this long journey and this person's a whack job, 
Well, oh, look yeah. out because you're in for the story of their lives and you're stuck next mm-hmm. to them in a confined space. Luckily, I'd rather have the Russian guy tucking me in. I think if I had to choose, <laughs> then it would this, be... Then the yeah. sex guy. Yeah. Or the, what, what would you call him? The international... The god? Yeah, the international, international sextortion god? Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> no, let's see. I think I'd rather The have... Asian persuasion Caucasian. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd rather have the Russian guy tucking me in. He seemed at least... Like he like had, a caregiver. Yeah. And he seemed like he at least had my best interest at heart versus <laughs> they Mr. know how to treat a man. Mr. Chauvinistic sex traveler. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Okay. So this next submission is international. This submission said that this girl went on a trip with her husband and then for a work trip that they had won and they were in New Zealand, which I'm like, holy That's cow, what a work, work trip. trip. I know. They were there with another couple. It was their last day in New Zealand and they were flying to Tahiti for the next part of oh their trip. Gosh. I know. That sounds amazing. Where do they work? We need to find this out. <laughs> Stat. Hold on. Let me brush up my resume. He runs a website for men who want to meet women in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> the website is www.blondegod.com. <laughs> She said they were on their last day and their flight to Tahiti wasn't until five. And so it was a beautiful day and they'd heard about this beach. They hadn't gotten a chance to visit it yet. And it was called Hot Water Beach. And so, of course, they're like, that would sound amazing. So they went with this other couple and they each had their own rental car and they wanted to save money. So they just decided to take one rental car. Mm Mm-hmm. And leave the other one. So they left bright and early so that they could hit up the beach. And what they didn't expect, though, which, again, you're not familiar with the area. What they didn't expect was that they'd get pulled over and ticketed (gasps) by a police officer. And then they ran into rush hour traffic. Can I tell you a funny story real quick about New Zealand and tickets? (laughs) Yes. So me and my mom went to New Zealand. And still bitter about it, guys. I didn't get to go. (laughs) My mom and I went to New Zealand after I graduated college. And she got a ticket. And she... Never paid it. And she said, I'm just not going to plan on coming to New Zealand ever again. <laughs> she basically was like, I am late 50s. Uh-huh. My chances of me coming back to New Zealand are, are pretty slim. I'm not going to pay it. And maybe there's a warrant out for my arrest in New Zealand, but not coming back. Yeah. So she's a fugitive. She's an international fugitive. <laughs> an international fugitive. Anyway, back to the story. So Sorry. <laughs> they hit rush hour traffic and they were driving in their rental car. They had to pass the airport to get back to the hotel to get their other rental car, which had, like, all their luggage already packed in it because they were ready to go. So they were thinking, like, they're like, there's not enough time to make it all the way to the hotel and And back. back. Uh So they decided, okay, we're going to have the guys drop the women Mm -hmm. off at the airport with... The tickets, right? The tickets, and well, with their and with their luggage, but the only luggage they had was this girl's and her husband's because mm-hmm. the other people had theirs in their rental car at okay. the hotel. Okay, and they were just going to fly to Tahiti without them because they're like, we got to catch this flight, and mm-hmm. hopefully we'll figure it out. What they didn't realize though was that the next flight to New Zealand wasn't just a few hours away; it was three <gasps> days away. What? Oh my goodness! So again, these are all things like here in, you, in the U.S., flights are flying out, yeah, pretty frequently. But not from New Zealand. We've to missed Tahiti. multiple flights growing. Oh, up, yes. Because yes. we were always late Victoria's to the airport. late. And so we would maybe wait sometimes six hours. But, but that was the max. same day, uh-huh. she and this girlfriend get to Tahiti, and they're, like, trying to figure out when they're going to be seeing their husband. <laughs> Only one of them has their own luggage, and the other one has a man's luggage. <laughs> a man that they're not married yeah, to. Yeah, they're not married to. <laughs> they're wearing, like, their underwear. Well, they, they had rented these... <laughs> Two private overwater bungalows. <gasps> Isn't that the dream? Doesn't everyone want to do that? That's yes, my dream. But they're feeling horrible because right. their husbands are staying their in a podunk motel in New Zealand for three days without <laughs> them. Her husband had no luggage. and oh, he's f- only got the girl's luggage. Yes. So he's got like this girl. <laughs> 
Jen's like so trying to put her whole skinny jeans up. No luggage, and well, probably not even because they're in New Zealand. They're probably wearing swimsuits and swimsuit uh-huh. cover-ups. Um, has no luggage, and her friend had all of the guy's luggage, her husband's yes. luggage. I hope this is making sense. It, it is. We I didn't think. have time to think straight enough for my husband to take all of his clothes and essentials out before they dropped him off. We shipped it off to a different country. Uh, <laughs> to this day, she says my husband still hasn't paid his speeding ticket in New Zealand. <gasps> Very, I mean, you know what? Because we were so mad about it. So it sounds like this is a frequent thing. From what I gathered from when I spent time there, there isn't a lot of crime. It's very, it's very yeah. peaceful. Everyone's very friendly, except for these occasional Americans. And so who when, come in so here when Americans come in and speed, <laughs> they probably can recognize the rental ticket. cars, and they just say, "Ticket, ticket, yep. here you go." And <laughs> but that is so funny because you would think, "Okay, I'm here with my friend. Let's just do, make the best of it." But you would, you feel like crap because uh-huh. you're like, "My husband is back there without so much as a pair of underwear for himself." <laughs> and I have this private bungalow, bungalow out over the ocean with like a hot tub, and the girl I'm with doesn't have. Her, her swimsuit stuff. So it's not like you can go really do much. I mean, I guess she could borrow, borrow yours, yeah. but it's just you. That what a what a waste of three days in, in these in, in tea. tea. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> okay, but who would you rather be? Oh, the person in the bungalow yes, for sure. <laughs> so I just feel bad about I the guys. I would feel a lot guilty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have traded spots with you in a second. Yeah. No, not quite. I think another, I think something else along with vacationing is just you are so unaware of like places you should or shouldn't go. Neighborhoods, you should right. avoid restaurants, you should avoid restaurants you should go to. Oh, like yeah. just, even just driving on a one-way street, like you didn't know, and all of a sudden you're, you're facing oncoming right. traffic. So I go to Hawaii with a friend of mine and her parents. We come across this beach and there really weren't many people there. We're like, score, perfect, which perfect. as a tourist probably should have been like, red, red yeah, uh-oh. But we no were just here, yeah. except for sharks. <laughs> <laughs> we were just like, fun, beach to ourselves. So we get in and we're just swimming and swimming and playing. And all of a sudden I was kind of like, ow, <laughs> grabbing my breast, <laughs> grabbing my boob. And I'm like, oh, there's like a stinging feeling. And oh I'm like, gosh. are there jellyfish in here? Like we're trying to figure out why. And she's like, I'm sure there are not jellyfish in here. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so then like a few Elliot. minutes later, <laughs> a few minutes later, she's like, oh my gosh, my bum cheek is like stinging really bad. And we're just kind of like, what in the world? So we decided to get out and all of a sudden like eat her bottom cheek <laughs> and my boob are red and inflamed and swollen. Oh my goodness. Like I'm just picturing your swimsuit on one side. Yeah, it's like, like extra, a little bit. <laughs> extra stretch on the, on her booty and on your upper. <laughs> So we're both like looking like, oh gosh, I wonder if we, you know, we're just trying to reason it away. Like what's happening? Yeah. What, what did we touch? What it rubbed up on us? You know, we're mm-hmm. like, maybe, maybe we had a little cut and cuts from the, shaving the and there was salt water, but I don't shave my boobs. So I don't really know how that would happen. But we just well, kind of, she shaves her butt cheek. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no judgment. No judgment. So no judgment. It, it took several hours for like mm-hmm. things to calm down. And I think even throughout the rest of the trip, we'd kind of feel like, ah, so I feel bad for her because it's probably every time she sits Yeah, boobs, you can kind of get a little bit more like protection I yeah. feel like but if you're anytime you sit down to the car yeah. eat, to eat anything but <laughs> I have to say on this same trip um it was like in May so we had had zero summer here in Utah and I had gone the very first day we were uh, laying out on the beach and I was just slathering oil all over my body <laughs> because I was like I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get, get tan. So tan and on my this trip. friend's dad was like it's um, not a great idea so the sun here is a little different and I was like <laughs> oh I never burn I got the worst sunburn. I've oh, never yes. really been sunburned. I used uh-huh. to laugh at people when they would be like, I can't go. I have a bad sunburn. I'd be like, be like, that is the lamest thing. Suck it up. No, you guys. Yeah. I felt like I was going to vomit. <laughs> it was that bad. Like I have never had a sunburn where you're like shivery. Uh-huh. 
I thought I was going to barf. Like oh we went to word. dinner and I ordered soup and they're like in Hawaii. Like, and I was like, you? I'm freezing. <laughs> but I was also really proud because I had done this to myself. He had yeah, warned you didn't me. didn't want to admit that you were in physical was, pain of your own doing. And they would be like, is your sunburn hurt? And I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> and I just remember like. You put your hand, not even touching your leg, and you can just feel, feel like the heat, heat radiating. radiating. Yes. <laughs> it was horrible. And I remember at one point, I still don't think my friend knows this, I was crying in my bed. <gasps> really? Yeah. And when I got home, <laughs> my skin was just peeling in sheets. So anyway, I was already sunburned, and then I got <gasps> oh, this sting. Shoot. Well, so what What ended up being later, my friend went on her honeymoon with her husband. Mm-hmm. To this same beach. Okay. Well, this time at this beach, <laughs> they had these signs posted oh. and she texted me a picture and was like, Allison, look at this. What? And it's like, it beware, <gasps> Portuguese man of war. Those are jellyfish, right? They are like a, I think they're like a type of jellyfish. I'm going to post like, a picture <laughs> on our Instagram. Portuguese man. They don't sound nice. No, they don't, they don't sound feel soft. nice either. They don't sound Let soft me soft tell you that. And so they went to swim at the same beach and she's like, oh, that That's is what, what it was. Cause we were like looking all around and like, there's no signs of jellyfish. Like you can, mm-hmm. you know, we had the snorkels on, we could mm-hmm. see there was nothing, but yeah. we didn't see these Portuguese man of war oh my word. that we got stung with. And so I don't know, we probably should have done something like peed on it or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Or I don't know, Googled something, oh, but we man. just were like, I don't know what it was. Maybe something stings. Something stings really bad. And we just kept being like, well, well I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> me too. But yeah, when you're not like a local bruh, you don't then know. You're just like, let's go swimming at this beach where nobody is. Yeah, <laughs> private beach. I wonder why. <laughs> There's like skulls there and like, <laughs> and like pirate Broken flags. surfboards. And, yeah. and you're like, hmm, I mean, beach to ourselves. Yeah. Th- what's funny is we had been looking at other beaches before and we were more worried about the ones that have the really steep break. Oh, uh-huh. Because if we'd hear, heard about all these people that would break their necks because oh. a big swell would come and it would come and <gasps> yeah, slam people yeah, back down. So that's what we were most nervous about. We were like, I've we never worried about and that. And I remember and her mom. because this is really giving me the I remember her right mom now. being like, we're not going to any of those with the signs, with the neck breaking. <laughs> so we were like, Anything oh, okay. that shows a neck break person yeah. on the sign. No. Because some, some of the beaches do have that oh posted. It shows like severe, severe, I don't remember what they call it, but drop, drop off. Uh-huh. So, you know, neck injury possible. And so we, she wouldn't go to any of those, but we were fine to be at Portuguese Man of War Beach. <laughs> but the trip was still a blast. Okay. I still would 10 out of 10. Five stars. Oh, good. Speaking of stars. <laughs> Please, if you want, please rate and review us. Um, we, the more that we get reviewed and rated, the more people will see our podcast because it will pop up in searches and it'll pop up as recommended. Uh, so it would help us out a lot and it would help spread the word about our podcast. Yeah. So. Cause we just want more people to join in on the funny fun times. Yep. And if you have any great stories, send them our way. Even if we've already done the topic, cause people keep messaging us and saying, Oh, I had a really good one for that. And we say, We'll probably circle back to a similar topic because, you know, no one's going to get enough of bad uh, or, you know, embarrassing moments or times you had a wardrobe malfunction. People have tons of that stuff and I like to hear about it whenever I can. So if we do multiple episodes on it, I feel like win-win. It's going to be great. So just keep sending stories as they happen, as they come, and maybe you'll even inspire an upcoming Uh, episode. Send us something. If something crazy happens to you and you don't know what category to put it on under, we could just say... Perfect. We'll come. We're going to open cat- up. A- We're going to open up a category. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So thanks so much for gabbing with us and we'll see you next time. Bye. Hey guys, we are doing things a little differently on this week's episode. Instead of doing a sponsored prize for the listener favorite story, we are doing a really fun giveaway over on our Instagram page. 
We want to incentivize those of you who are following us on Instagram and most importantly, sharing us with your friends and family. So head on over to gabfest underscore gals, give us a follow, and we will fill you in on all the details of our giveaway this week. Thanks for gabbing with us.